One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM We want to go to uh, the Lord Mayor of Blackpool Mick Moriarty, the Baldy Barber Good morning Morning Paul How are you doing? Very good, thank you You don't sound that chirpy, Michael What's wrong? I'm grand, I'm grand <coughs> My throat is giving me a bit of a problem That's the only thing Michael, so, you're not in favour of us taking any more bank holidays than we already do Why? Well, for a small business it is very, very hard. We have 10 holidays at the moment. And just for an example, if you're taking, like I know our Patrick's Day was on a Friday this year, but we had to close on a Friday, and then we had to open on a Saturday. So retail, Good Friday, we close. We in retail can't go anywhere because we're back at work. As PJ said the other day, yesterday, the day before, he said, see, he's off for the weekend, mm-hmm. but we can't go anywhere. In retail, I'll let you take it. I, I, I'd have to close. I give all my staff a day off. So if I decide to close, if I call it, my staff will be paid for being off on a Saturday of that long weekend. But, uh, like, we'll say Good Friday. You're not in favour of making Good Friday a bank holiday? No, no. My father was a very devout man. He started in 1937. And there weren't too many barbershops around that time, Paul. And he thought he got to have six mass every morning with shop open at seven o'clock in Merchant's Key. But on Good Friday, he'd be at work. And he'd close the door at half past two. No matter who's there, lads, come back at, at four o'clock. And he'd go over to St. Mary's on Pope's Key. And he'd get the stations. And he'd come back at four o'clock. And he'd walk away till six and a half past to take the pressure off him for a Saturday. But, Michael, we're living in a totally different environment and a different country to that of many, many years ago. We are. Now also, Paul, I must say this, I am very, very disappointed with our politicians recent Patrick's Day or national holiday. I mean, here we are. The politicians don't stand up for the right to have it be closed. I'm talking all about all politicians now. They should be standing up and shouting, it's our national holiday, everybody off in the story. Okay, you were off on... um St. Patrick's Day, you were closed. Yes, I, I honour it. 
I honour my national holiday every year. But listen, what about the people who need to go in and purchase a bottle of milk, a slice pan, somebody who might be caught for nappies for a baby, somebody who might need oh, clothing oh, in, we in, have, in a we hurry? Have fridge, we have fridges. We had no fridges long ago, Paul, in the 60s. They were just having to come in. And I can tell you, the mothers survived very, very well because they had the pantry and they knew what they were able to do. So, like, a, 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 a milk... And if a person has a children, I can tell you, you must have your nappies in in the story. We and are you, are you thinking so the pubs and the restaurants should be closed as well on St. Patrick's I'd have, Day? I'd have, I'd have no problem with it whatsoever. None whatsoever. It wouldn't worry me. What about the people who come to visit here and they say, we got the parade, um, just visitors from outside of Ireland. We came here, we saw the parade, but yeah. after two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon, we had to go back to the hotel because we couldn't go to a bar, we couldn't go to a restaurant, we couldn't go to a museum. There was nothing for us to do in Ireland. What message is that going to send out, Michael? Well, I tell you, see if they go back to the hotel, they'll get a drink because they'll be in the residence bar. You know? Okay, what about somebody who's come over and they're staying in a and b where there's, there isn't a residence bar? Yes, that would be tough in the story, you know? But you're going to damage tourism big time. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. People, if people knew what was happening here. Like, our, our festival is, is, is a great day. It's, it's, it's fabulous, right? Mm-hmm. And we all go to the parade pile. And it, it's, it's wonderful to see it. But like, what about the people that were saying, the retail shops? They, could, they couldn't see the parade on the day. So you're you're in favour of closing St. Patrick's Day, but you want to stay open on Good Friday? Yeah, it's just an ordinary day. You take your break, then to go to the stations, if you want to go to the stations. Years ago, I can remember, I'm going back 30 years, I always thought Good Friday, I, I actually, all at, for some time, I always thought it was a bank holiday, and but it's actually a church holiday. I often yeah. found Good Friday a very, very quiet day in and around Cork and uh, across the country. That's going back time, you know, many, many years ago. Good Friday is now a case of, remember the holy hour, two to four, the pubs right. closed years ago. That was abolished. The pubs are now allowed open on Good Friday. And I think... The way this country is moving and the way the world is turning, in five to ten years, pubs will be open on Christmas Day here in Ireland. Oh, it is going to happen because, as you said, it's changing. But I remember walking on Good Friday up in Blackpool, Paul, and I see all the men waiting for the pubs to open at 12 o'clock. And at 8 o'clock, let's say, in the morning, they'd be in for a haircut. And the first thing they said to me, were you open yesterday? I said, yeah, I saw you standing outside the, what they call it, the mm-hmm. Haven. Out Maddox's bar, talking to such and such a villa, you were waiting to get in. See, I didn't realise you were open because you were too interested to try to get into the pub, and they got into the pubs, you know. And when they were supposed to be closed on Good Friday? Was supposed to be closed. That happened all the time, you know. That was that was a big thing that time to get in there. But as you know, that time, I'm sure you buy a ticket to go to Co-op in the train. And you never got on the train. What, what is it? What was it about Good Friday? Like, you, as you said, you, you bought your ticket to go to Cove or you'd go up to the airport and um, yes, right. pretend you were flying out. You might be able to get into the, the, the bar or you go to Fords and Dunlops to those uh, social right. clubs. Where they were. Right. What was it yes. about? It was like, what was it that you couldn't get alcohol on Good Friday, but people had to get their hands on it? <laughs> that, that's right. I, I said... I said the fact that, that you couldn't get it, so that, and I knew people who wouldn't go to Halley at all, maybe once a month, but they always went on a good Friday to try and get a drink for the sake of it, for some reason, to get the buzz out of it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, like being in, it's like being inside the pub, the lockdown, uh, for the holy hour, and you go, shh, we're closed, no singing out till four o'clock, lads. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so look, just back to your Good Friday, you don't want it to become a bank holiday. 
Well, it, it, it's going to cost is this, is this a, I was just going to say, is this a case of money over uh, relaxation? Money well, comes I tell, first. I, I tell you, Paul, 10 bank holidays, if you bring in 500, I know, I know and the Mondays, we just say they're all Mondays, right? Mm-hmm. And you bring in 500 euro, that's 5,000 the employer is losing, right? Coming in. But then you have two staff, in my position, in my position, I'm talking about, I have, to, I have two staff in, and I must pay them over 2000 for the ten, for the 10 days that they're off. Mm-hmm. They're all being paid, but I'm getting nothing. I'm getting nothing. But it, listen, there's nobody forcing you to close. You could stay open yourself on Good Friday and uh, make up for lost ground. You'll never make up for lost ground. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because see, we, we, we're not like a factory that you can press a, a button and get another 10,000 uh, tablets out the door. We can't do that. Ours is time-consuming. Our business is very time-consuming. If you go into work in the morning, Paul, at half past eight in my shop, and there's three of us working, and we just say do two haircuts every 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 hour, the three of us, that's six haircuts mm-hmm. in an hour. So f- from half past eight to half past ten, we don't do a haircut. We're down 12 haircuts. We will never make it up. You will never make it up. No yeah. matter how fast you go, unless you stay at eight o'clock that night. Unless you get a few fellas, uh, hippies, loaded <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be lovely. Charge him double, charge him double. Well, Nick. there is this, we have a sign, uh, special work extra. And you have to have that nowadays because... Mick, you could, people you know are listening have... to this and they're just saying, Mick Moriarty's doing extras. Don't be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing extras. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, come here to me. Before you go, that's it. Mick Moriarty, Blackpool, the Lord Mayor of Blackpool, he does not want Good Friday turned into a bank holiday. And I know other people, the Labour Party in particular, um, are, are, are shouting from the rooftops for that. But uh, you think the Labour Party has to think of... Oh, the, the, I the just said something about the Labour Party. Right? They're all part of SIP2, as far as I'm concerned. And they've left the people down in this country very badly. All right, we're not going to turn because this into a, a, a political broadcast. No, 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 no. Number 7 branch. Number 7 branch. I was a big follower of the number 7 branch. I followed all the guidelines. Mary was the secretary. Joe Keller was the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the branch secretary. And I, I would ring every a couple of months. I'll write to them, what are the wages happening? What's the wage structure? What's happy with Ben Calder's? What's happy with holidays? Is there a pay increase? And I believed in it. And there is nothing there for the young workers today. There's not one young worker could tell you what is the basic pay for a barber. And it's very, very sad that they don't even know their rights. All right. That's a fact. Listen, you're working tomorrow. 
we are. All right, and no extras. All right. Come here, right. you followed the number seven branch. I followed the number seven bus. There was a lasher from Skullvera <laughs> on it. And Mick, happy Easter to you. And many happy returns, Mick. Good luck. That's Mick Moriarty, the Baldy Barber, well. who'll be open for business tomorrow. We're going to take um, Peter Horgan, I think, we before we go to the break. Peter, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? How are you doing? Peter, you're a representative, a local councillor with the Labour Party. You were listening to Mick Moriarty earlier on in relation to bank holidays. You're in favour of making Good Friday a bank holiday. Why? Uh, I'm in favour because, number one, it regularises what has traditionally been uh, an observation of a holiday in the country. And usually lower paid workers, those in hospitality and retail, have been benefiting from a public holiday, whereas, while those in larger companies have benefited from discretionary views from their employer and public sector and the banks have benefited from a day off. It's, it's not equal and it's not fair across, across the country for a public holiday. So what Senator Marie Sherlock has proposed is that we just regularise what has been a traditional observation and make it a public holiday. We have 10 public holidays already. Is that not enough? Yep. Well, our European neighbours have 13, an average of 13 across the EU. And actually, if you look at our nearest neighbours, the UK, who have left the EU, they treat Good Friday as a public holiday also. So I'm saying, like, why can't we just regularise across the economy? If you're rostered to work, then you get a few quid extra in your pay packet for working a public holiday. But with the, re- with the restrictions on the licensing laws eased over the last few years, you're seeing more and more people in hospitality and retail on Good Friday, and there are events around it. So we believe that hard work deserves reward and, and that a public holiday is, is apt for that for workers, for low-paid workers especially in Ireland and in Cork. But if people don't want to work Good Friday, all they have to say to the boss is, look, I'm not available this Friday. But that eats into their annual leave then. So why should someone who doesn't want to work Good Friday uh, be penalised for an annual leave day versus someone in the public sector who gets a day off and it's not eating into their annual leave? See, it's, it's a question of fairness. And, I mean, if, if, we can, if we can mirror our European neighbours who have Good Friday off, I think there's about 120 countries that observe Good Friday as a public holiday, and, and a country like Ireland doesn't. Uh, so it just equalises the playing field for everyone. But will you, you mentioned the word fairness. What about the employer who's been very fair to his or her employee over the, that 12-month period? Uh, you know, maybe they're turning up late a couple of mornings, they don't dock their pay. And being self-employed in this day and age is far from easy. There's massive overheads. Um, these are people who take a chance and they're creating great employment for people, Peter. It's all, you always seem to be down on the self-employed. How I don't see where you're getting them down and self-employed. What I am for is advocating for employees and advocating for lower-paid workers. You say that someone shouldn't dock pay for turning up late a few days. Like, of course they shouldn't. You know what I mean? You have to you have to advocate for employees here, and and those on lower-paid hospitality and retail, especially, get penalised for not having an additional holiday. There's nothing wrong with having another public holiday. Of course, employers are going to be against it. They were against the St. Bridget's public holiday back in February that was brought in. But that was brought in, and look how important it is. And we've seen statistics over the years that show how much bank bank holidays actually bring to the economy because you have more people out in hospitality and retail. You have more people in leisure, people who, who have more time to spend and more money to spend. So it's a case of giving people a proper day off because most people actually aren't aware that it's not really a public holiday. Even just since we announced this, a lot of people are contacting us saying, I didn't know it was a public holiday anyway. But you have the banks closed, you have libraries closed, you have public sector agencies closed, and post offices, I think, open to one. So why not just regularise it across the economy and, and ensure that everyone is on the same playing field?
Comment here from Anna. It says most people working would love another bank holiday. Hope she says she hopes that Labour's proposals will go through. That uh, comes from Anna. What are you going to do, um, Peter, to try and push this along? Well, we've written to the Taoiseach, uh, Senator Marie Sherlock, who proposed the idea. Uh, we'll be writing to the Taoiseach and, and, and hoping the government accepts this going forward like they did with Bridges Day, that next year we can make Good Friday a public bank holiday. Uh, and that would ensure then that we have a four-day bank holiday coming in around Easter, which is, you know, it's not just an important time in a Christian, in the Christian faith. You know, it's an important time in our nation's history, you know, leading into Easter Bank Holiday Monday. And it's right that we give time off uh, to all workers or additional pay if workers have to work. So it's an important time. So we're going to be pushing the government on this. Unfortunately, it's not up to us. We're not in government. It's up to the government of the day to introduce this bank holiday, this public holiday, that would bring us in line with our European neighbours. So hopefully, you know, the Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, Green Party Coalition will, will hear what your texts have sent in and what other people have been saying on this and, uh, and, and, and bringing it in as a public holiday. People re- uh, Peter, realistically, how strong do you think your chances are of this happening? Well, I, there is a move. There has been a move since the introduction of the Bridges Day Bank Holiday. There is a conversation of the need for additional bank holidays. And we are always trying to make sure that we're keeping in line with our European neighbours. And if our European neighbours have an average of 13 days and we're at 10, which includes the Bridges Day Bank Holiday, and like, let's see the colour of your money. Let's put let's put another bank holiday and let's get us up to those thirteen bank holidays. There's no sure, reason I, I why we can't have it. I was just going to say, okay, we have ten, and if you were successful in achieving a bank holiday for 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 a Good Friday, will you be stepping up your campaign even further than after that? Well, I'm sure there's other months of the year that that need a bank holiday as well. I I, I would be in favour of having a bank holiday. Uh, you know, for every month of the year, personally, you know, we're near enough to it. But if we could have a bank holiday for every month of the year, I think that would, and then you'd have two in April, that would bring us up to the 13th. What do you think it would do for workers' morale if they had an extra day? I think, I mean, we've seen this global push towards a four-day week. And and the reason why I mentioned that is because the, 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 the data and the research underpinning that shows that those workers who get, you know, additional time off tend to be more productive. So business leaders will always say, no, we can't give any more time off. No, we can't give another extra day. But the research actually shows that the more time off you give, the more productive your workers are. So I would hope that it would uh, give a boost to workers' morale to say like, well, we have additional days off now that we can plan for, that we can plan for family events, that we can plan for days away or weekends, weekends away if, you're, if your annual leave allows it. And for employers, it should actually result in more productivity for them because people will be working. A happy workforce is is, is a productive workforce. Okay, okay. All right, uh, Peter. I know your Labour Party representative. Uh, are you working yourself? Do you work? Uh, what line of work are you in? I'm a parliamentary assistant for Sean Sherlock. Oh yes, yes. Okay, okay. And you're working hard around the clock then with the politicians, are you? My my job isn't exactly nine to five, so yeah, we're working we're working all the time and we're you know, our big thing at the moment is dealing with the eviction ban in Cork City and County and people who are contacting us on that. So, you know, whilst that constituency office might be closed for for a public holiday uh, on Monday, the emails are still open, the phone calls are still open, they still happen, uh, and that's kind of a 24-7 job. All right. Listen, Peter, thank you very much indeed for taking the call. Thank that's you, Peter Horgan, local Labour representative, uh, campaigning now with his colleagues in the Labour Party to make Good Friday a bank holiday. Courts 96 FM.